Hey friends, I'm Stephanie Fleece, and you're listening to a new addition to our podcast lineup, Just a Sprinkle with Steph. I love to celebrate. It's kind of my thing. In fact, our other podcast is called Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, because I believe that even in the bad days, there is always something worth celebrating. And my personal favorite way to celebrate is to add sprinkles. Just a Sprinkle with Steph episodes are quick check-ins with me, a chance to share my heart with you, my fellow moms. I'll chat about both professional and personal tips I've found to be useful over the past 10 years of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm excited to share these little sprinkles of encouragement with you and hopefully lift your spirits just a bit. Think of these Just a Sprinkle with Steph episodes as girl talk with a dash of big sister love mixed in. Because sometimes just a sprinkle is all you need. So let's get started. Today's topic for Just a Sprinkle with Steph is meal planning. So here's the deal. I love food. I love the quote from Julia Child where she says, people who love to eat are always the best people. I so agree with that and so relate to that because food is one of my very favorite things. So I love food. I love to cook and call me weird, but I even love meal planning. And so today we're going to talk about what has worked for me and my family on our meal planning journey. But here's what I want to start off with. This is a reminder to you to do you. I'm going to talk about things that have worked for me personally, and they've been a huge time insanity saver for our family, but they might not be the same for you. So as you listen through my meal planning tips, I cannot reiterate it enough Do you, do you, do you. Each one of us is carrying a different load and different varying responsibilities in life and motherhood. And so meal planning looks different for everybody. But my hope is that in sharing my four meal planning tips, that it will help, even if you just take a nugget of information from what I'm going to share, that it will help to reduce the stress and time that it takes to put a meal on your family's table each and every day. So without further ado, here are my four meal planning tips. My first tip is to pick a planning and shopping day. So believe it or not, for the past 10 years, I have been planning our family's weekly meals and shopping for the groceries necessary for those meals every Sunday. I wake up early on Sunday mornings before my kiddos wake up and I meal plan our week out. Uh, And this, I'll talk a little bit more about some of the resources that I use in in making meal planning easy on a weekly basis. But routinely, every Sunday morning, I'm making our meal plan. And I also shop Sunday afternoons. Uh, Now, I know some of you moms out there, um, Kudos to you for taking your families to the store, but that just has never worked well for me. Every every time I take my kids to the grocery store, I end up buying stuff that I don't need, 
being there two times as long as I need to. And so for what for us, what's worked is for me to go shopping on my own on Sundays, every Sunday. It's just a rhythm of our life. So pick a planning and shopping day that works for you and stick to it. Stick your guns to it. Don't waver about it because here's the deal. Your your family needs food regardless of if you're going to stick to your plan or not. So my second meal planning tip is to use themes to help make planning easier. So I'm not one to like decorate a table and a theme or anything. So when I say theme, please hear me out. Uh, I make this tip only because it's been incredibly helpful for me. And this is how it's played out for me. Uh, On Mondays, our family does soup every Monday through the winter and salad every Monday through the summer. It is a routine part of my plan. I always just look at Monday, look for a soup recipe or a salad recipe and plug it into our Monday plan. Then on Tuesday, uh, Tuesdays are always Taco Tuesdays for us. Uh, And we always do Mexican on Tuesdays. So now in just sitting down for a brief moment, I already know in general what I'm making on Monday and in general what I'm making on Tuesdays. Now, I always also keep one meal that is leftovers. Uh, And then, you know, another suggestion that our podcast coordinator uh, provided to me was that every Friday their family does pizza. No questions asked. They're doing pizza. So my suggestion in using themes to help make planning easier um, is that let's make meal planning easier for you and easier for me. So kind of every night does not have to be a theme, but just keep that in mind as you sit down uh, to meal plan for each week. The third tip is to create and maintain a system to save recipes. So a lot of my friends have shared that the thought of meal planning, while they know they need to do it, it's so overwhelming to them. They don't even know where to start. They have some recipes that work for them, some that don't, but do you use cookbooks? Do you use Pinterest? What works? And this is where the reminder of doing you is so important because what we do works for us, but it may not work for you. Uh, but what I have found to be great for saving recipes and accessing them easily is to use Pinterest. So I've been doing this for 10 years. Um, I have two primary Pinterest boards that I use for recipes. One is recipes to try. And the second is tried and true recipes. So the importance in this in that the recipes to try board are, I try to select one of those recipes every week to build into our meal plan. Because truthfully, I love to be able to try new recipes and be able to add them to our rotation. So I select one new recipe from that board. If I like it, I move it to my tried and true board. And then I meal plan primarily off of my tried and true Pinterest board. Uh, And I'm always adding, always asking for suggestions of what works, what's good, what's not from friends um, online and offline. But that system has been a huge help to me. Now, if I'm looking for something outside of what are on either of those Pinterest boards, I do have a couple go-to cookbooks that I use, and those change over the years, but uh, I love Pioneer Woman's uh, cookbooks. I love uh, Magnolia Tables cookbook. Uh, Those are some of the ones that I use currently. 
So fourth, but certainly not least, is to make time at the table a priority. Make time at the table a priority. We all know the statistics, right? Over the past 15 years, researchers have confirmed what parents have known forever, that sharing a family meal is good for the spirit, it's good for the brain, and the health of all family members. So recent studies, though, link regular family dinners. And by regular family dinners, they are saying three to four family dinners a week with many behaviors that parents pray for. So those of lower rates of substance abuse, lower rates of teen pregnancy and depression, as well as higher grade point averages and self-esteem. Studies also indicate that dinner conversation is a more potent vocabulary booster than reading. The stories told around the kitchen table help our children build resilience. Here's the deal. There are so many activities and commitments that vie for our attention and want so desperately to pull us away from the dinner table. And I cannot tell you enough how committed and how important it is to make time at the table a priority. And so that's your goal in all of this meal planning is that you are having as stressless of time around your table as humanly possible with little ones, but that ultimately they're growing up to want to gather together, to want to be around to a table together, whether it's in your home or whether it's in one of their homes someday. Making time at the table a priority has to start when they're little. And so again, this is why these tips for meal planning are important. So let me go through those tips real briefly in closing. First, pick a planning and shopping day. Second, use themes to help make planning easier. Third, create and maintain a system to save recipes. And fourth, make time at the table a priority. I have a, ha- have a couple other resources that I've used over the years that really help with my planning efforts that I'll make sure to link to in the show notes. So you'll want to make sure to head on over there. Now, in closing, I wanted to share one of my favorite quotes about time around the table. And this comes from the book Bread and Wine by Shauna Nequist. And this is what she says. She says, What's becoming clearer and clearer to me is that the most sacred moments, the ones in which I feel God's presence most profoundly, when I feel the goodness of the world most arrestedly, take place at the table. The particular alchemy of celebration and food, of connecting people and serving what I've made with my own hands, comes together as more than the sum of their parts. I love the sounds and smells and textures of life at the table. Hands passing bowls and forks clinking against plates and bread being torn and the rhythm and energy of feeding and being fed. Food is the starting point, the common ground, the thing to hold and handle, the currency we offer to one another. What happens around the table doesn't matter to a lot of people, but it matters more and more to me. Life at the table is life at its best for me. And the spiritual significance of what and how we eat and with whom and where is new and profound to me every day. Thanks so much for spending a little chunk of your time with me today, friends. I love being able to share little sprinkles of encouragement with you and look forward to the next episode. Until then, 
I sure hope you'll find little ways to celebrate your own motherhood today. And as always, don't forget to just add sprinkles. Bye.